Hello, everyone. Welcome to Nerdentity Crisis, episode 63. I'm your host, Ryan Bai, joined today by Mr. Adam Lovar. Hello, hello. My literal brother from another mother, Justin Pickavance. Howdy do, motherfuckers. Whoa, that's a new one. All right, we'll take it. I like uh, it. Fi- <laughs> I like it. Finally, joined by Josh. Still haven't thought of a good nickname for him yet, Huffman. Hello. How's everybody doing? It's been so long since we've recorded. Good, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I uh, I cried a little on the inside yeah, um, that we, we missed last week. And yeah. um, it sucks. Now I'm shambles of a person. Yeah. I mean, well, I'll do the quick intro quick. This is Nerdentity Crisis, your weekly video game podcast. Please make sure to follow us on Twitter at NerdentityPod. Email us in your questions, nerdentitycrisis at gmail.com. And uh, check out our Patreon, like our dear friend Jim does, patreon.com slash nerdentitycrisis. So we'll kick off with a listener question so we can explain this a little bit. Christian writes in, hi, Christian. Yo, what up, Christian? What up, what up? Oh, you're just, <laughs> oh, shit. He's <laughs> looking for the glow sticks. Yep. Not that he's in two spots. <laughs> there you go, Christian. Christian says, where are you guys? Is everything okay? Yes, Christian. Everything is fine. We did miss last week. Uh, I had vacation, which was a lot of fun. And then on our very last night of vacation, my wife was like, I'm going to go to, I'm going to take a shower and go to bed. I don't feel that good. This is at like 730, which was weird. So she did. And then she was sick the whole drive home. I felt terrible for her. And then we got home. That was on Friday. And then Sunday I caught it and it was just a miserable few fucking days. I feel better, but I still have a, I still have a cough. But anyways, so we actually didn't record last week because even the thought of like writing an outline so you guys could do it without me, I couldn't even muster it up to do that. So I apologize. Plus the editing and all that. Yeah, the editing on top of it. Yeah, I just, I got some good drugs from the doctor and I slept for like two days straight and got back on my feet. So we are back. I apologize. It is my fault. You do not have to blame the other three. You can blame me. It is my fault. But uh, let's hope we never have to miss a week again. That would be awesome. So thank you very much. Thank you for the concern, Christian. We do appreciate it. Uh, up next. Oh, well, first of all, let's catch up, guys. How how you been? How's everybody been doing? Justin, uh, you are you are down to one job now? Yep. Technically that a, still on the schedule, but I am down to a singular job. Is that exciting? You happy about it? Uh, today's the first Monday that I haven't worked in. Other than one Monday, we were having some work done above the kitchen, so they didn't open. Okay. Other than that, I've worked every single Monday since starting in when I start May. There you go. Well, now you're a free, you're a free man again. Congratulations! I am. It feels good, boys. Missed the free money bird now. already. Yeah. Cacao. Um, Adam's height. He's a, he's a peacock. You gotta let him fly. Oh God, that's a good movie though. I'm um, a peacock, Captain. You gotta let me fly. <laughs> I think Leif f- did that one. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Even though I hate Mark Wahlberg, but otherwise that movie was really good. Um, Adam, how about you? How you been? Good. Things have been good. Going back to the office here and there, and 
weather's finally been cooling off a little bit. Yeah, Got out on the motorcycle a little bit. Nice. Trying to get outside a little bit more. No, it's been it's been good. Awesome. Yeah, it has not been blazingly hot the past week yeah. or two, which is awesome. Because holy shit, that was brutal for a while there. Yeah, for like a month and a half, it was just you know, uh, yeah. like hundred degrees outside. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Josh, what's new with you? Really, not a whole lot. Um, That's fair. Much same old, same old. <laughs> That's fair. All right. Well, now that we're all caught up, let's move on with the show. I'm so happy to be back. I fucking hate missing a week. See, that's how you know, like, this is something we should be doing. Because I just fuck it. I don't know. I enjoy it. I love this thing. I love doing this every week. I was you still tempted. sound like poo-poo. What's that? You still kind of sound like poo-poo. Yeah, it's still hitting me a little bit. Well, because I haven't, other than when I was sick, I think I on Monday I was like, I'm not coming in. Like, I'm just not. But I have my other full-timers on vacation, so I'm the only one. So I've worked every day while I've been sick. So I think I have I have, Friday, I have Friday off. So Friday, hopefully, I'll recover. But otherwise, I haven't had a day off to just, like, chill. But we're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah, in case any of us has to miss, I think that I'm just going to go back through all the previous episodes and make, like, a soundboard of... Ooh, of you know, so that I could just try to fill in with the uh, that'd be fun. Plug some shit in. There you go. And, yeah, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> very nice. That sounds very time consuming, but I like it as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on. Jacob writes in. Hi, Jacob. Yeah, what, what up, up, Jacob? Jacob. What up, Jacob? He says, "Is flaked coconut just Satan's dandruff?" I'm 100 percent on board with you on this one, Jacob. But we're gonna go to Adam. Adam, what do you got? Uh, on board. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dehydrated coconut flake shit is just gross. It's like, <laughs> no. No, thank you. I mean, coconut in general is fucking terrible. Uh, like, good fresh coconut's good, but nope. that shit, no. Wrong. That's false. That's a wrong opinion. Although, I... I mean, we'll talk about chicky tendies later. I don't even have to bring that up anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, Josh, what say you? I would agree that it is Satan dandruff. Uh, flake coconut is just awful. Although I will say that I'm closer to the spectrum uh, that Adam's at, where, you know, coconut water or fresh coconut, not too bad. I wouldn't go out of my way for it, but uh, right. But flake coconut is the worst. The worst. So, like, well, let's go to Justin first. Justin, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, so, when I read this, I didn't have a lot to think or say. I'm, I'm also with you. I think coconut's disgusting. Yes, uh, flaked coconut is even more disgusting. So, what Almond about joys like are disgusting? <laughs> and the only good coconut is like flavored coconut water after a night or weekend of heavy drinking then it's okay then it's all right coconut water isn't like if you get chocolate coconut water it's pretty good plain coconut water i will drink because i know that it makes me feel better yeah i wouldn't say it's like great (laughs) so yeah i was gonna bring up what about like josh and adam what about like almond joyce or mounds Mm. fuck no (laughs) <laughs> good trash candy 
Uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Trash candy for sure. And then what's the what's the horrible Girl Scout cookie? Uh, like, oh yeah, Samoas. Samoas, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not that. a fan. Fuck but doesn't it depend that. on where you are for which version of the Samoas you get? I uh, well, Either I don't way, think they're they have called... coconut and they're yeah. Gloves. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think it's not called a Samoa somewhere else, but there's another similar coconut cookie. Gotcha. Um, I'll still eat that one. Really? Yeah. So you won't do like an almond joy, but you'll eat that? That's weird. Correct. Huh. All right. Well, I think we're all in agreement that flake coconut's fucking terrible. Which is accurate. What what exactly are you making or eating flaked coconut on is what I want to know as well. Yeah, right? And then even like during the holidays at work, we sell a ton of flaked coconut. And I'm like, what are you people making? Like, what are you? Why the Do uprising? You have donuts that coconut? you like flake coconut on, or oh, something? Oh no, I don't. I'm talking about like customers. Like, I, know. Oh. I like to think that they're buying it just to throw away to like keep <laughs> someone else from making a mistake, <laughs> preventing a hazard from happening. Like, right? <laughs> you know oh, they, shit. they. You know they're the hero that you know the people deserve. Yeah. Ugh, gross. All right. <laughs> We're moving on. Up next, James James writes in. Hi, James James. Hi, James. What up, James? James says, hello there, kind fellows. Who? Oh, by the way, I want you guys reading the outline. Uh, I copy and pasted this exactly as it was written so you can see what I have to do every week, what I have to deal with. He says, hello there, kind fellows. Who would you rather have as a stepmom, Barbara Streisand or Reba McIntyre? Now, whoever you pick will sing to you every morning, every holiday, and every birthday gives you $12 while she sings happy birthday to you. Also, Kenny's Oak Grill has the best chicken tenders. If you think otherwise, my ginger ass will steal your soul, unless you're Ryan, because everyone knows you don't have one. I'm also a ginger. I also do not have a soul. That is very true, James. A lot to unpack here, gentlemen. A lot to unpack. Uh, you know what? Let's go Justin first. Justin, between these two choices James has given us, what say you? Um, I think I'm going to go for Reba McIntyre. Okay. <laughs> no reason? Just that's what you're going with? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like she's at least funnier than Barbara Streisand. Yeah. That was my exact more tolerable. thought. Yeah. That was my exact thought. Like, she seems like she'd be more fun than Barbara Streisand. So I'm with you on that one. Also, Justin, as a fellow uh, Austin, Minnesota alumni, have you ever eaten Chicky Tendies at Kenny's Oak Grill, which is like, like a local restaurant there? Yeah, dude. I don't think I have. I don't either. I looked it off their menu. They're called Cluckers, and I don't ever, ever remember ordering Cluckers. In I mean, my we used life. to go there all the time as a kid, so maybe, but. Yeah. Kenny's, dude. Not bad. I mean, it wasn't good, but it wasn't bad either. I've I've had Kenny's within the last year, I think, actually. Have you really? Wow. But now I'm kind of curious about going there and getting chicken tendies to see how they stack up comparatively. So, uh, all right, let's go to Josh next. Josh, what do you think of James's question? Uh, it's great, firstly. Uh, but I'm going to go with also Reba McIntyre purely because of Barbra Streisand's Christmas album. Uh, <laughs> is it bad? <laughs> it's it's so bad. It is it's it's real bad. Um, 
And, uh, you know, just, just for that. Sorry, Barbara, you cannot <laughs> be my stepmom. Um, right. You know, position is filled by Reba McIntyre. <laughs> there you go. Um, also, she had her own sitcom and stuff. She's probably cool to hang out with. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Necessarily love her music by any stretch of the imagination, but, you know, I'm sure she's yeah. a pleasant human being. There you go. As for Kenny Oaks Grill, never heard of it. Never heard of it. You probably haven't. <laughs> so I'm going to I'm gonna have to just hard disagree purely on, uh, on uh, you know, the fact that I don't know it. If it was that good, I'd know about it. Right, exactly. Exactly. Um, I'm going to make a trip back someday and I'm going to get me some Kenny's. I feel like uh, gonna we have need to know. all. Yeah. 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 I think we need, you know, all of the people around the U.S. and the world that listen to just tell us what their favorite chicken tenders are. And then we could do like a world tour. Yes. Uh, oh, that like, sounds great. Here, that's just a brilliant idea, Josh. Travel we around. Have- I mean, sure, we're going to be eating, like, uh... Other good things. <laughs> yeah, not as, not as, I. <laughs> Speak uh, for yourself. You know, but it's, you know, at least one meal a day is going to be chicken tendies. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we have listeners all over America and all over the world. I don't know about going to, like, France to All get over the world tendies. is a bit of a stretch, to be well, fair. Well, okay. We, I don't know. We got listeners got in, a them bunch. in different pockets of the world. Yeah, that's all true. Over that's the world fair. That's fair. Um, but all over America, that's safe. Um, dude, yeah, let us know best chicky tendies in your state. Oh my God. Can you imagine we do an identity crisis road trip just to get chicky tendies? Fuck yeah. That'd be dope. Yep. <laughs> um, all right, Adam, what do you think about James James's question? A uh, lot to unpack, like you said. Uh, I also picked Reva purely off of her sitcom because yes. uh, I used to watch that a little bit with. It's actually really my, good. <laughs> one of my cousins, when we worked electrical, we'd get off of work and drink a couple of beers, and he lived out in like the middle of nowhere, so he couldn't get many channels, and that was like always on. So we just fucking drink a couple of beers, and it was just on. It was pretty funny. Yeah, there you go. Uh, also, don't know Kenny's, so can't chime in on that. And uh, Ryan, do you have a soul? Was, was that correct there at the end? I had, no, I'm a ginger, so I do not have a soul. That oh, is correct. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. <laughs> Confirmed. And you know, if anybody out there listening is doubting me being the king of chicky tendies, I just want to say on the way up to our cabin for vacation, we stopped at Culver's and I got me some chicky tendies. And then on the way home from vacation, we stopped at Culver's and I got me some chicky tendies. And to get to the, there was only one Culver's in between us and the cabin. And uh, there was a 29 mile detour and I took it both times. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Chicky tendies. Aren't they fucking so, good, though? Wow. What's that, Justin? Aren't they good? Dude, Culver's Chicky Tendies are outstanding. Adam and I went there again this last week. Yeah. Yeah, because I wanted get- to go to uh, GameStop to check out some games. Oh, yeah. You had an interesting experience. Would you like to fill our listeners in? I was going to wait until the What Are We Playing Now? Fair enough. We're going to wait till the What Are We Playing Now? Which is literally probably after I'm done talking. But- yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh- 
Great transition there. Because, <laughs> yes, we did get Culver's as well, and I got some more Chicky Tendies. Fuck yeah, dude. So have, good. Brian, have you had Canes? Have we talked about Canes yet? I have not had Canes, no. I'm not a Chicken Tendy fan, but those are some fucking good Chicken Tendies. We'll add it to the list, boys, for I'm our road stoked. trip. Cedar Rapids is getting one soon, so. Allegedly. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, allegedly, I guess. Add it to the list, boys. I hope. I hope. Fuck up to town. <laughs> All right, well, uh, let's jump into what are we playing now. <laughs> Justin, since you gave us that wonderful transition, why don't you kick us off? All right. Uh, so played a lot of X Defiant during this beta. Oh, how then, was it? Um, so after playing it, I personally think it's kind of, yeah, Call of Duty gunplay and concept with, ubisoft world maps okay um, i think i i felt like i played more of the division style maps than anything else so far so by ubisoft like what do you mean ubisoft maps like assassin's creed like what uh, are we- i mean since it's shooting so far it's been like you know in the division when they're going down the streets and they're those shipping containers in different places and oh it just yeah looks deserted it has okay. a vibe like that okay um there's one that's uh has a plane in the level that reminds me of call of duty pretty much to a t um but this one there's the four classes and they all have special abilities and alts and so that's where i get an overwatch feel but i don't know i uh if it weren't free i would never buy it but since it's okay. free i'll definitely have it downloaded interesting played through back for blood a few times I've heard Big mixed reviews. You like it? Yeah, I uh I just don't see myself paying the sixty bucks for it, so I might just do the game pass for a month and then play okay. it for a month and then be done until it All goes right. on sale. And then what we alluded to earlier, I was playing a little Tony Hawk Pro Skater one and two and Kingdom of Amler Re Reckoning on my Switch. Nice. No, finally got a switch. I- Good choice. Yeah, picked it up today, actually. Oh, did you? Yeah, you like it so uh, far? Susan and David brought it back from the lake house yesterday. So. Oh, nice. Okay. Um. Yes. So far, it is. I mean, I haven't really had a ton of time to play with it because I went and got it, then had to finish work, and then yeah. I had to run some errands after work. So. I don't know. I've maybe played 15 minutes of Tony Hawk and 15 of Kingdom of Amalur okay. so far. There you go. But yeah, you had an interesting GameStop experience where you noticed that uh, their used games aren't really prices used games anymore. Yeah, no, they're not. Pretty much any used game there is only about five bucks off. So, oof, oof. At that point, almost makes more sense to. Well, I started looking on Amazon for all of them. Right, you like whipped out your phone and you're just like, "Well, shit, it's cheaper here. <laughs> Fuck this, I'm out." <laughs> But one of them was on sale for $10 off what its original price was. And it was cheaper at GameStop. Okay. I think that was Kingdom of Amalur. Okay. Uh, so I did pick up that one. Nice. Did any of you guys play that ever? Oh, yeah. Back in the day? Absolutely. No. no. Yeah, it's... uh, So far, it's fun. I'm still in the mines, so I've, you know, I have a long way to go, but... yeah. No, it was a dope game. There was supposed to be an MMO that came out with it. That didn't happen. But yeah, I remember us talking about it a while ago, and it looked fun. Plus, obviously, the 
the writers of the stories of our alley. Oh, well, yeah, absolutely. Well, very cool. Anything else? No, I don't think so. Just those. Okay, very cool. Well, no, you played some Siege, new operator. I haven't played it yet. That's just a uh, video okay. I saw online. Gotcha, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. But right. I guess for those listening, I should point out that Siege has a new operator coming, and it's got this glass wall that you can pop up in, like, windows or on the ground or to cover holes in walls. And, Which is pretty uh, cool. Yeah, she can hold it up and like walk around with it, but it takes a little bit to put it away. So okay. you couldn't just like put it away quick and grab a gun and kill someone, but right. the enemy can't shoot you while you're holding it. It's like a see-through shield. It's pretty dope. That's cool. Very cool. Uh, all right, Josh, next. What have you been playing? Um, yeah, I uh, played a little bit of the Back from Blood um, beta as well. Um, it was really fun. Uh, I didn't play a ton of it, but, um, but, uh, yeah, I, I'll probably buy it at 60 bucks. Um, yeah. you know, it, is it worth that? Debatable. I, you know, it depends on how much, how much you play it and how much you can get a group together and whatever. But, um, I really enjoyed what little I played. Um, and then I played some papers, please, which I, have owned for a while and not actually installed. Anyone here played that? I've never heard of it. I've heard of it, but I've never actually played it. It looked interesting. Yeah, so I'm not super far into it, but uh, it's like a bureaucracy. bureaucracy uh, can't say anything. Bureaucracy simulator. Um, it you're like an attendant at a like a a gate um like into the country and you're approving passports to see if people can get in or not so you're doing things like checking to make sure that it's uh not expired and check to make sure that the date of birth seems to match and uh like interrogate them if something seems off and you get money for how many you succeed and then you get docked money um but it's like soviet russia and so you like constantly are having to spend that money on like your family getting sick and there's not enough money for the things that you need and you gotta like well which one do i like more um it's very it's very dark but uh interesting um, like I said, I'm not super far into it, um, so I don't know how complicated it gets, um, but it's uh, it's pretty interesting thus far. They got pretty good reviews. Um, What's it called again? Papers, please. I wish that they had this on Switch. This looks like a lay in bed <laughs> and play. Yeah, I mean, they might, uh, you know, so many things are going to the Switch that they, they might have it at some point. Port it over, yeah. Interesting. This looks like it could be a fun. Yeah, that's been on my radar for a bit. So you'll have to let me know how it is because I've thought about getting it. Very Will cool. do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anything else? Nope, that's it. Cool. Adam, what about yourself? Uh, played some X Defiant with Justin a few nights. That was fun. Still on the fence. I mean, I guess if it's going to be free, might as well download it and play it from time to time if people yeah. are. But 
it was a little i mean it was nice how quick you can get into games and how like quick the matches and stuff were but it was just a little too fast paced for me i kind of like the slower strategic sort of feel like again like tarkov which i still play that all the time so okay right (laughs) of course of course um and then downloaded a few games off game pass on xbox saw hades was on there so kat and i played hades a little bit and then there was uh katamari damashi re-roll which oh yeah i'm sure josh knows about this game (laughs) but i don't know if either of you guys have ever played katamari before uh i think briefly way back in the day but uh yeah like on the ps2 cat had never seen him so i was like just sit back and enjoy and she's like am i taking mushrooms like what the fuck am i watching right now (laughs) right (laughs) super great game highly recommend it um and then what was that one called katamari damashi uh re-rolled is the is the like the remake of the original yeah on game pass right now on xbox it also has uh, one of the best soundtracks ever oh i know so good it's ridiculous like everything about it is just amazing <laughs> uh oh, then, yeah I, I remember seeing this back in the day was yeah. it at arcades um, i don't know if there was a not stand-up that i remember for it not that i remember I uh, uh, started playing a new game of Stalker just because I want that game to come out so bad. Uh, what? Uh, April next year? April 28th. Yeah, that's right. I check their website like every single day waiting for the retail version to go on sale because I want to get the ultimate one. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Whenever the hell that's going to happen. I'm Who excited knows? for it, man. I'm very excited for it. Yeah, I want to play it so bad. <laughs> and I just like, I can't find a game to like scratch that itch. It's just a very niche sort of game, but uh, it's so fun. Hell yeah. Uh, what else you got? Uh, I think that's it for me. Cool. Uh, I've only played, been playing one game because obviously vacation, being sick, nonstop working. However, I found a fucking doozy. Uh, I think I sent you guys the trailer for this in our group chat a long ass time ago. But uh, it's a game called Trigger Witch. And uh, just imagine Link to the Past with guns. It's fucking outstanding, dude. It is so much fun to play. Ooh, it looks like it's on the Switch, Justin. <laughs> there you go, Justin. <laughs> sure is. Uh, really good, dude. It's like it's almost shamelessly a link to the past ripoff a little bit. Like even your kind of uh home village you start in <laughs> is very reminiscent of like the beginning of Link to the Past. The music sounds like it and they just changed a couple notes. Yes, yep. But dude, when you bust out the guns and you just start mowing people down, oh my god, it's so fun. Uh it just plays like a twin stick shooter kind of a little bit. Uh, I mean your rights your right stick aims and then you pull the trigger to fire, obviously. But yeah, like little RPG mechanics, upgrade your guns, that kind of thing. Uh you can 
a bunch of secrets you can find while you're exploring or whatever. And the story is really good. Like it's, it's, it's pretty awesome, man. Um, gameplay, super fast paced, really difficult at times. It can be, um, cause yeah, it's, it's quick, dude. You gotta be fast, but oh my God, it's fun, dude. Uh, Justin recommend that one for the switch for sure. That'd be a fun one. Just kind of sit in bare lane bed and play buying it right meow. Fuck yeah, dude. It's really good. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's only like $14. That's uh, yeah. totally worth it, probably. Oh, yeah. It's really good, dude. Really, really, really good. Um, But yeah, strongly recommend. That's that's the only thing I've been playing because it's honestly the only thing I've had time to play. Things are going to calm down this week, though. I keep telling myself that. I saw something... Oh, I don't remember. Somebody sent it to me, I think, but it just said adulthood is keep t- is telling yourself things are going to calm down next week over and over until you die. And that's kind of what I feel like. It's kind of where we're at. <laughs> that's pretty dark. Yeah. Also true. <laughs> also true. Uh, so yeah, Trigger Witch, everybody check it out. Fucking awesome. Only 15 bucks. Really good. All right. That wraps up. What are we playing now? Let's jump into who would win. It is Justin's turn this week. Justin, what do you got for us? All right. I got two characters, but uh, with a couple different arenas. Okay. Or set up. So, Geralt versus Drist. Oh, okay. All right. And the first battle is a sudden battle in the tavern. One of them pisses the other off. No prep time. Okay. Oh, we're doing just doing that one first. Mm. Yep. Uh, if no prep time, I'm taking Drist. Same, same for me. Uh, yeah, probably, probably. Yeah, Justin, do you maybe want to explain Drist to people who may not know? I feel like everybody probably knows who Geralt is, but not everybody may know who Drist is. Fair. He is from. A book series based in Forgotten Realms with uh, R.A. Salvatore wrote about him or created him. And he's also one of the writers of Kingdom of Amalur, which is yeah. kind of why that got brought up earlier. And uh, yeah, he's just a badass dark elf that didn't like being evil. So he kind of made his way to the surface. Uses and, t- two simtars and fucks people up. Yeah. It's like a and wolf then, or something. His panther. Panther, pa- yeah. Panther, panther, that's it, yeah. Yep. Gwenvar, Gwenavar. Gwenavar, yep. yeah. One of the most badass characters, I think, in I've ever read, probably. Yeah, agreed. Fucking tits. So, uh, no no prep time? What are, you, are you going to dress, Justin? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, because I, I was you- thinking even no prep time, like, he could still drop the statue. Yeah, oh, for that, sure. that's what I was thinking. Just Trump is just like, boom, two of them now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now you're um, fucked. But the other one is they are in a blank open field. And they have as much time as they want to prep with as many potions or. See, here I think I'm going to go Geralt, honestly, with prep time. If he can drink potions, he can lay down traps. I'm going. I'm going Geralt on this one. Adam, Josh. Um, it's still it's still tough to think 
because yeah, Chris would I'm... like figure out so many different plans as well. Yeah, because because they hmm. both have equal time pre- to prepare, right? Yeah. If it if it's like Geralt uh, hears about Drist and goes to you know uh, on a on a, a you know witching hunt and uh, uh, you know has all the time to prepare, but Drist doesn't have any time, then Geralt totally. But if they have equal time, I think I'm still going to go Drist. Oh yeah, okay. Adam. I think, yeah, I think he would. Like, Driss, I think, would somehow outsmart him with equal amount of time to figure everything out. He's just, yeah, I don't know. It'd be really interesting to see them, like, work against their each other's weaknesses and strengths. And maybe they just both end up killing each other. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no winners here. <laughs> The uh, the real winner is like Gwen somehow survives. Yeah, panther just eating them both. <laughs> <laughs> just the uh, panther and Roach. Panther yeah, and right. Roach. That that's a spinoff series I want to read. <laughs> uh, Justin, what do you got? I don't know. I had a really hard time with this actually after I decided on it, but like I at first I was thinking Geralt. But then, because does I don't I didn't read the books after like it's way further in the future. Yeah, I didn't either. Forever. Even like, though can he, he went, still you know, do he went his, back uh, to more present time. I don't think so. Oh, he did. Um, like will he still have his cloak of darkness thing or whatever and yeah. uh, levitate? Yep. See, I was, so I was thinking the darkness could be That's huge true. against Geralt. Like, I don't know. There's a lot of things he could do. Geralt's got signs, though, too. Yeah, that's the thing with potions and signs. And with his uh, uh, different blades, I think that he could cut through Gwen pretty quick. Yeah. He's made to hunt monsters, man. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think I might go Geralt on the open field. I think that's a wise choice. I think that's a wise choice. Either way, that was a goddamn good one, Justin. That was a really good one. Yeah, that would be an insane fight to watch. Yeah, it would be awesome, though. Be you so might not dope. get to see much of it in that uh, darkness, global darkness. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. All right, let's jump into the news. I only did two pieces of news this week because we obviously missed last week and we had some people double up on listener questions and it's not their fault we missed last week so i want to make sure we can read them all so we got a bunch of listener questions to do but we do have two pieces of news i wanted to talk about uh number one gta fans rejoice it appears that rockstar is working on new versions of grand theft auto 3 vice city and san andreas all being remade in unreal engine so uh, I know everybody's probably pretty big GTA fans, but I know Justin is a massive GTA fan. What do you think of this, Justin? Yeah, dude, this means fucking nothing to me. What? Really? Yeah, I don't know. I don't see myself going back to play an old one that, I don't know, unless the modding community did them for, for different roleplay servers, maybe. But otherwise, you, man. You have no desire. No. Wow. I was I'm 
kind of surprised on that one. Uh, Adam, you've played quite a bit of GTA. What do you think? Uh, I'm honestly going to agree with Justin. Whoa! I think they should spend that time working on GTA 6. Yeah. <laughs> and not have resources for that. Like, maybe once GTA 6 is out, then come out with it, sure. But, I mean, GTA 5 is so good. It's like, I want 6. I want to see it that much better. Like, I think this is a silly waste of resources, honestly. Interesting. I was not expecting these responses. Josh? And I mean, hundreds of hours in GTRP, and no, this is is silly. No one's going to, I don't know. Do you, I want GTA 6. <laughs> do you think they're div- diverting resources, though? Or do you think they just I don't, I, I don't hired think people so. to... But, I mean, at the same yeah. time, if you're working in the same engines and you're doing stuff, like, aren't you to an extent? Right. Yeah. Yeah, to, to, to some extent, yeah. Interesting. Uh, Josh, what are your thoughts? I'm I'm gonna agree. Uh, God damn, really? I I didn't I didn't didn't really like the GTA games the first time. To be okay, utter you know totally honest. I liked GTA Online, um, but I don't know they the like stories never crashed. You know, really caught on for me. Um, so I really enjoyed you know driving around, hitting stuff and shooting stuff and whatever, but. The actual, I I have beat none of the games. Okay. Huh. See, I'm going to take the opposite here. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've played them all, and I loved the stories. Like, they're great stories, but I feel like they fit the time when they came out. Like, okay. what was going on in the world and just kind of the shitty graphics of it and everything, like, worked back then. I don't know if it works as well now. Gotcha. Like some of the humor that was, you know, is embedded in like the story and all the stuff. Like it's a little dated now, I would say. But yeah, I I agree with that. But I'm gonna take the opposite, man. Like I never played GTA Online because I much prefer single player games versus online games. And I think this would be a cool trip down memory lane with an updated engine, updated graphics. I think this is gonna be a lot of fun, honestly. And if I remember, I think I beat GTA 3 and GTA Vice City. I don't know if I ever finished San Andreas. So I think it'll be cool to go back to that. But I don't know, man. I think this is I think this is fucking cool. And I kind of get your point of you just want GTA 6 to come out. I get that. But you've waited fucking 20 years already. You might as well wait another. <laughs> Did you ever you played GTA 5? Yeah, the story of that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Dude, Trevor. Trevor was my hero, man. <laughs> Even though he's a psychopath. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm excited for this one. And I'm interested to see what they price it at with three games coming out. I think a lot of it's going to depend on price. Like, I don't think I'd pay $60 for all three. You know it's going to be 60 Yeah, probably. I mean, I might wait for a sale then. I'd probably pay 40 30 40 somewhere around there for all of them. But I don't think I'd pay sixty. But I don't know. I'm excited for it. I think it'll be, it'll be a lot of fun, especially as someone who loves single player games. So we'll see how that goes. I'd pay zero dollars for them. Okay, fair enough. So if you get them for Christmas or something, you'll play them. 
Uh, I would hope no one bought them for me for Christmas. I meant like <laughs> if they were free. <laughs> if a random stranger on the street had, hands you a copy, you'd play it? I'd probably hand it to another random stranger. <laughs> you'd just slap it in their hands like, no! <laughs> right? Oh, shit, that's awesome. <laughs> All right, so we're moving on. Second, and this is one we'll probably talk a little more extensively about because holy fucking shit. Uh, number two. Blue Box Game Studios is either completely inept or trolling everyone hard. The studio, who is set to release what was once their highly anticipated game abandoned, has fumbled even releasing a trailer. Uh, Tim's got a listener question on this one. Tim writes in. Hi, Tim. What up, Tim? Tim? He said, what the actual ass is going on with abandoned? Have you ever seen anything like this? Is this just a Kickstarter scam without the Kickstarter? I need answers. Okay, so quick breakdown uh, for people who are, who are not aware. Uh, Blue Box Game Studios has been around for a few years now. However, this year, they announced a horror game called Abandoned. A uh, lot of uh, conspiracy theories going on about this game. That Kojima's involved, or it's the next Silent Hill or a sequel to PT somehow, or whatever, without even really seeing much of the game. Uh, Blue Box Games released a PS5 app for the trailer that was supposed to start running August 10th, and they claimed it so you could watch a live trailer, whatever the fuck that means, instead of just releasing a video. Uh, Anyways, app didn't work when they released it. Said they were having technical issues, they needed to do a patch to release a trailer, a patch to release a trailer. Keep that in mind. Uh, finally, they released a patch. It was five gigs, uh, five gig patch. And uh, when people finally got it going, it was just the 10 second teaser that they had released months ago or whatever. However, Blue Box like has two a weeks history. ago on Twitter. What's that? Yeah, yeah, two, like yeah, two weeks ago, like yep. on Twitter. So the same video on Twitter. Same thing. Five five gig update. However, Blue Box has a fucking history of this shit, man. Like going back years of announcing a game, saying that they're going to release this game, making all these promises, uh, and games have never come out. Come out. Legitimately, no one has ever played a Blue Box game. It is. It has not happened. Um, or I think they released one. Didn't they? Yeah, I think they released one, and then uh, it got pulled off Steam because it was so bad. Uh, this whole thing is just a fucking nuts, man. And I saw an update today that the creator of the studio, fuck, I gotta look up his name. Oh, Hassan Kamaraman, I think that's how you say his name. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so he released a statement. Or he did an interview, and in the interview, he said, "Quote." Basically, we had to cut out some footage from the opening teaser, and I knew that it wasn't a good idea to use the same footage that we had on Twitter and put it in there, because it's literally just four seconds of footage, and it doesn't give much. But we needed to do this because people wanted to have a patch, right? That was our first priority. Just get the patch out there, because we'll be adding more content later. Oh, my God. Uh, Yeah, this was a trip to read through. Dude, this whole thing's just a dumpster fire, man. And there are still people out there who are convinced that this is Kojima trolling people. Like, this this is somehow 
the new Kojima game and this is all a stunt and it's going to tie into the game somehow and there's conspiracies all over the board but um I don't know man Justin we'll start with you what do you make of this whole situation honestly I'm not sure I just like I hope that it's a troll and not I don't know this thing is like a legit shit show I mean how how can you not put out a trailer right yeah i don't know like, and like everyone that played the demo whatever apparently whatever has in it would take someone less time to create a simple world like that off base uh, like things they have in the unreal creator whatever yeah than it would to make the actual video right <laughs> I just, oh my god! And you need a five gig patch to for your app to release a trailer that you don't even release. I don't know, man. Did you? There was this guy who was streaming it. He streamed for seventy two hours straight from the time they said it was going to go live <laughs> until it finally did. How? Huh? What? How? I don't know, man. He's apparently streamed for seventy two hours, just waiting, and then it came out, and he was like, "Finally!" And it was the same little Twitter video. Oh my god, poor guy. I mean, stupid idea, but poor guy. Uh, uh, Adam, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck, indeed? I mean, I watched the abandoned trailer that came out, and like. Sure, the like five or six moving shots of the like <laughs> sepia toned forest looked right. really good, and then the last, the second to last shot of where it shows the fire totally lost me because the fire looked terrible and it was like mm-hmm. standing out and it just didn't look right. And then the last shot of like whoever the protagonist is holding the gun, like that also looked just god awful. Yeah, it just. Well, he- did not you know, work. <laughs> you know why the trees look so good, though? Did you, is those are assets in in Unreal? You can just yeah. buy those assets. Those oh, trees. really? Yeah, I could awesome. have those trees. Yeah, that looked great. It looked photorealistic. Looked amazing. But then everything <laughs> yep. else looked terrible. That was put into the world. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, I just. And then, yeah, reading through that timeline and other things said it was it just what nothing's right. ever come out. <laughs> Holy shit. Right. And the one thing that did come out got 100 percent negative reviews on Steam and they took it down like, holy shit. I don't know, man. This is like Firefest of video games. This is fucking crazy, dude. Uh, Josh, what about you? So. You know, I feel like a lot of people are, you know, chalking this up to like some sort of conspiracy. I I think it's just sheer incompetence, to be totally honest. Like, uh, unless Kojima went back, you know, six years ago and made them start doing this garbage, like six years ago to uh, to announce this game. It's probably much more likely that they just have no idea what they're doing and are like, oh, as soon as people thought that this was a Silent Hill spinoff or like a new Kojima game, then we got like, you know, 50,000 more Twitter followers. And, you know, um, so kind of to the question, you know, is this a 
a Kickstarter scam? I don't I don't think so yet. I think they probably do intend on releasing a game. Yeah. Uh, I think they're just like way, way over their heads uh, right now and are handling it very poorly. Right. They're like on their Twitter, they have like a pinned message that they are not at all related to Konami (laughs) or Kojima or this is not a Silent Hill game. I feel as if this was like a a Kojima thing. They just would never acknowledge that there was rumors. Right. Um, Yep. Instead of like blatantly lying, you know? Right. So I feel as if they're trying to, they're trying to walk a, a line of what if we say that we're not with Kojima, but also like hint at it a little bit um that'll that'll keep the hype up and uh and you know we'll get more game sales you know more people will be excited and uh i yeah i think it's just purely incompetence than uh than anything yeah dude i mean if kojima's name was not in any way attached to this nobody even be fucking talking about this game yep exactly like that's the reason this game is getting so much hype is because at first every everybody thought this was the new Silent Hill or new Kojima game. I mean that's why. Otherwise, nobody even would be fucking talking about this. So I definitely think they're trying to ride that gravy train as hard as they can. Yeah, and they also implied heavily in an an article I think that was released today that it's not really a horror game either. Yeah, right. So, like. I don't know that they even know what they're making. Uh, do you know? Do you know what would help clarify? Um, a trailer. real trailer, or <laughs> a trailer, some game, gameplay video, <laughs> right. uh, some sort of plot, um, right? Anything? <laughs> yeah, because I was, I was, because I remember when the when the trailer originally came out, not the not the teaser, which is was the, the literally yeah. the floorboards and and you know the guy walking across it, yeah, um, but. Uh, but the one that uh, the Adam was talking about, and I was like, "Oh damn, this looks pretty good." Okay, that needs some polishing. Um, once I found out that those are just assets you can buy, I was like, "Oh, oh, okay, they just they just don't know what they're doing." Got it. Right. Like they're yep. just bad. <laughs> they're just bad. Uh, all right. Well, let's place our bets, gentlemen. Is I this like the investor or... page that they have. Oh, I didn't see the investor. I page. Yeah, I don't think I saw that. Yeah, on their website, they've got a spot where you can be an investor for... Oh, my God, really? ...special things that they can't talk about without you becoming an investor. <laughs> okay, uh, so this could be yeah, a I did not. I did not know that. Post that link in chat. <laughs> yeah, post that link. This could very well be a scam, then. Holy shit. You guys could Google it just as fast as I could. Okay, fair enough. Jesus. Um, Let's place bets, gentlemen. Is this game ever coming out adam uh i think eventually a game called abandoned will come out will it be by blue box probably not (laughs) (laughs) so i'm gonna take that as a no (laughs) hey i mean eventually there might be a game called abandoned that comes out (laughs) um josh place your bets i think a game will come out i think it'll be years from now and it will be utter trash okay fair enough uh, Justin? but <laughs> just uh sorry they did take it down so i was looking for the actual old uh, archive oh, gotcha. 
page of that site. But no, I don't think it'll ever come out. I agree with you. I don't think this game will ever see the light of day. Ever. Never. Because what a dumpster fire. Holy shit. This is bad. Well, hopefully that answers your question, Tim. We talked about that for quite a while. Um, That's it for news, boys. We got a lot of listener questions I want to get through to make up for last week. First up, Pistol Pete writes in. Hi, Pistol Pete. What up, Pistol? I posted that link, by the way, boys. Okay, sweet. Uh, Pistol Pete says, hey, guys, I have a pick of the week. If you haven't played Splitgate yet, you are missing out. Imagine if Portal were a competitive multiplayer shooter like Halo. You gotta check it out. Boys, have you looked into this at all? I know I texted you the other day. Nobody had played it as of yet, but. I still have not played it, but I did download it uh, after I read this in the outline. So after this, I plan on popping in for a little bit. Yeah, the premise looks pretty cool, um, like just the idea around the game, but I have not played it. Uh, I honestly had not heard of it until uh, until this. Look at you spreading the word, Pistol Pete. Good job, uh, Adam. Also had never heard of it until this, but uh, watched a couple people on Twitch play it and definitely looked cool. Like the premise looked interesting, how you could... There was like a lot of these special walls like around the map that you could pop your portals on and, you know, get to different spots. And I thought that was pretty cool. I was curious. I hadn't seen enough, though. I was curious if you could like turn the portals, you know, off immediately, you know, because I'm assuming your teammate and bad guys can go through portals that are put right. up is yeah. my assumption. Just also close por- would be curious. Can you close a portal on a bad guy and like split him in half? Yeah, that, that should be a thing. I was so. just going to say that. <laughs> That'd be sick. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, I watched like some gameplay for it on YouTube. This is not my cup of tea. This is not my kind of game. So it's not something I would play, but I figure you PC junkies, this would be something up your alley. Maybe so who knows? Maybe they'll give it a shot in the future and report back. When we do, what are we playing now? I mean, I'm literally going to play it after we're done recording. Okay, so. Justin is going to play it, and he's going to report back next week when we do, what are we playing now? Um, but yeah, this is not something. It's just not my style. Not my style. So I'm probably not going to check it out. But uh, thank you very much for writing in. Thanks for, thanks for spreading the word. I like hearing about new games that have never been on my radar before. So thank you, Pistol Pete. Nice work, Petey. <laughs> nice work. Uh, up next, Christian writes in again. Hi, Christian. What up, Christian? Hello again. Oh, shit. So many glows. <clears throat> All right. Christian says, hey, gents. Just wondering what you think about, quote, cheap games. Is it exciting to see a game that looks cool off screenshots or trailers be price cheap? Or does it make you a little worried? I've seen a few games that I was really interested in, only to see it started retailing at fifteen ninety nine or something. It makes me wonder if there is something wrong with the game. Is it really short? Terrible story? Bad voice acting? What are your thoughts? So I wasn't quite sure how to read this at first, because like, there's a lot of cool-ass indie titles that are cheap. But then like, I was scrolling through the Xbox Marketplace the other day, and I think I kind of get what he means. Like, I saw a game that's in there coming soon or whatever. 
and I can't remember the name of it right now, but it was kind of like a sequel to War of the Worlds. And you play as like a guy trying to survive like in this area or whatever. And I was like, oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. And like the screenshots look pretty good. Um, kind of like creepy dystopian or whatever. And then I saw it was $18. And I had that thought of, okay, what is there something up with this game? What is the deal? So I kind of get where he's coming from. I don't necessarily know if he means like indie titles or whatever, but um, Adam, let's start with you. What do you think? Uh, I don't think price has ever been a thing that like sways me from a game. Like if it if I look at it, if it sounds good, screenshots look good, you know, videos look good. If it has halfway okay reviews and it's like a game that I'd be interested in, if it was like yeah, an eighteen fifteen dollar title or something like that, or even less, honestly, that that doesn't bother me. No. There's been plenty of games where I've put tons of hours into that are. I would say inexpensive games. So, or like, uh, what was that? It came out last year, I think. Uh, that looked really good. I remember seeing, and then I bought it. and It was not good. Uh, Generation Zero. Did you guys ever play that? Yeah, I do. I've got that no. game. It was like in Sweden, where it was yeah. almost like a Daisy, yeah. but like against robots and stuff like that. Yeah, and I, I guess that could kind of be where he's coming from too, because I remember seeing the trailer and the screenshots. I'm like, oh my god, this looks like a lot of fun. It was not a good game. It is not a good game. It was a walking simulator with robots yeah. in between, pretty much. Yeah, so. I mean, I kind of get where he's coming from, but uh, Josh, what about you? Yeah, so I saw this in kind of like two different lights. The first one is just its base retail price, and that does not scare me really at all just because of indie titles. Um, I would say in that regard, it really depends on who's making it. If it's some indie that I've never heard of, then I would kind of expect it at that price range. If it's like a big name company and it's $20, uh, it's probably going to be not that great and full of microtransactions, you know? Yeah, right, right. So it's going to be different between like an indie developer and like a like an EA or something. That's That's going to very much change what that number looks like. The other way that I see this is if you game comes out at 60 bucks and then three months later you see it at... Thirty dollars, that's terrifying. That right, that's, right. You know, for it to even within like a year, if it's not full price, that's typically a bad sign. I mean, there are games yep. that have come out like two or three years ago that are still full price, and uh, you know that they're that's because they're good. Um, <laughs> it's it's kind of like how does Nintendo get away with having all of their games full price, even though like their re-releases you know from older systems the yeah. answer is because they're really good and they know people were gonna buy yeah exactly. um, so i think you know as far as the new game low price not that concerned as long as it's an indie developer um and i know what i'm getting out of it yeah it's probably short but that's that's kind of what i expect um but if it's a game that was 60 bucks and is now much cheaper that that raises some uh flags <laughs> absolutely totally agree wasn't there a game very recently that, that happened to where it was like dirt cheap immediately after releasing and i can't think of what it was now oh well there was uh 
There was that like uh there's like an FPS like uh game where it released for full price and then they just made it free to play when no one bought it. Yeah, well, um, yes, I know it that's not that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, I can't remember what that's called and then they like there was some debate on whether you could get a refund for it or not yeah. uh, at the time. I think they did end up anyone who submitted a refund got one, but Yeah. Was it Brink? <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but no what shit. was that game? I remember that coming out. Yeah, we talked about this on the show. Fuck That's the only a. reason I remember this is because you guys talked about it. Um, but um, it doesn't really matter. But my point being yeah, is that, right. uh, yeah, there's there's games like that where that's not free to play because they think they can get you in microtransactions. That's free to play because nobody bought it. Uh, yeah. And they're like, okay, well, I guess we'll get a, you know, consolation prize. Yeah, there you go. Um, Justin, what do you think of uh, Christian's question? Uh, price has never steered me away either. Um, I'm kind of with Josh, like depending on what you're looking for, there's a good chance that it'll be uh, microtransactioned or, I don't know, I guess you never really know nowadays, but... Wasn't Valheim only nine ninety nine? Yeah, really? it was like really cheap, but it was I think still in early access when we got it. Yeah. Still, best ten dollars I've spent. Yeah, lies in a while of for a game. <laughs> or even like you look at games like Trigger Witch, which I just is downloading now. That's fourteen bucks and really good really good game so like if you're talking like indie titles i'm not concerned at all but i can kind of see where he's coming from like there are a few things where it makes you go oh something's weird here what's going on here and trigger which is downloaded enjoy it sir it's really good um but yeah i can see what he's thinking so thank you very much christian thanks for writing in one other example i mean hades came out last year and is only $25 on steam. Yes. And that game is a masterpiece. Like it is. It is so, so good. Sure. It was an early access before it's 2020 release date, but I mean, it's $25 and you know, that's, that's another example of a really good game. That's very cheap. Absolutely. Fuck. I love that game. I might have to pick that up again. God, I love that game. All right. Uh, I'm next. Caleb writes in. Hi, Caleb. What up, Caleb? What up, Caleb? So this easy question. Lord of the Rings or Star Wars? Josh, let's start with you. I'm going to have to go with Lord of the Rings. Um, I'm going to be totally honest that neither of these are exactly my my obsession. Um, So there are other... There are other franchises that I would pick more, but um, if just out of the two, I think I enjoy Lord of the Rings more. There's not a bunch of like random garbage that like there is for Star Wars, um, you know, like the the prequels and stuff were were really bad. We're not um, good, yeah. So it's it's more of like <laughs> a complete complete package that it's just done, and we got what we got. And is that true with the TV show about to come out? Well, I shouldn't say about to, but they actually released a yeah. picture. No, are, are they actually making it? I uh, I knew that they were in talks, but I I didn't ever hear that they uh they got. That's actually that. filming. Nice. 
okay well maybe maybe they can make some <laughs> new garbage for it uh maybe they can ruin it for me but uh um but i mean the movies are good the books are good um the old hobbit cartoon was great um was it it was so good so much singing it's it was really it's really good for what it was i enjoyed it the last time i saw it but uh all right um i mean the only bad thing about lord of the rings is tom bombadil but other than that like it's great tom bombadil is the jar jar binks of lord of the rings (laughs) yes yeah i would i would agree with that i would agree with that um but he only makes it through one one book. Uh, yep. Jar Jar Binks makes it through multiple movies. Um, that's true. Wait, wasn't Bombadil in The Hobbit too? That's maybe, primarily what I'm thinking I'm of. Maybe uh, was because was he in the Silmarillion or? Yeah, he was in. I, he was I in only the remember Ho- from The Hobbit, but he was in The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. I think he was in both. Or the mm. fellow, he was in Fellowship, wasn't he? I'll take your word for it. It's been like a million years since yeah, I read it, sure. but I only really remember him from The Hobbit. But moral of the story is, uh, uh, <laughs> but uh, I think we're getting a, a glimpse into your your uh, your answer here. But uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I just really enjoy you know what exists currently, and uh, Star Wars is either really enjoy it or meh right. for me. So, uh, Justin, what about you? Unmute your mic. Yeah, but my bad, dude. I, uh, wow, I would say Star Wars. Just, just cuz I don't know. Like, I like fantasy stuff in medieval settings, typically, way more. But I actually like that there's a lot more material for Star Wars because you get to experience more of the world. Like the Clone Wars series opened up so much to me. If it weren't for the Clone Wars series, I would probably go Lord of the Rings. And maybe after this new show, I would change it. But for just Mandalorian, dude. Yeah, for content world building right now and what I can picture in my head, I would go Star Wars. Good choice. Not that that's going to affect my answer, but good choice. Uh, <laughs> Adam, what do you got? Uh, I was going to go Star Wars because just of the universe that was created there. Like, honestly, the stuff with like the Sith and the Jedi and stuff like that. I'm not a huge fan of that. Honestly, I think the like bounty hunters and like all the like yeah. CD side of the universe that was created there is just so fascinating. And like, I don't know, that part to me has just always been really cool. Always loved Boba Fett. Mandalorian was fantastic. Like some of the other robots and like other bounty hunters out there were so cool. Like reading some of those books back in the day. So I'm gonna have to go Star Wars. Good. I think that's a good choice, Adam. Uh, The answer is clearly Star Wars. And it's not even close. Not that I don't like the Lord of the Rings movies. Um, Cause they were good. I enjoyed them. I thought the Hobbit was ridiculous that they took one book and stretched it into three movies. That was not very good, but the core trilogy of Lord of the Rings movies were good. Books were awful. They were just awful. And I know that's like heresy to say for some people, but all they did was fucking walk 
through every book. That was it. That's all that, like, nothing happened. Nothing happened. They just walked and talked. That's what those books are. They're awful. They're just awful. Um, Star Wars is the clear choice. And anyone who says differently, Josh, is wrong. So. That's just, just like wait. your opinion, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's the right one. All right. Uh, thank you very much, Caleb. Caleb's up again. Question number two. Hi, Caleb. What up, Caleb again? Hello what again, up, Caleb. Caleb. Time no, what did you say, Justin? So what up, Caleb times two? Oh, there you go. Uh, second question is, what is your favorite video game vehicle? Justin, let's start with you. Uh, so I like first thing that came to mind, honestly, were the ones that changed the entire game for me. Like when you get the horse in Ocarina of Time. Okay. Uh, the bike and Pokemon, like the vehicles that completely changed the slowness, you know? Right. But I don't know. I would almost say like either a helicopter in one of the battlefield games or like the Futo and GTA and just drift in mad corners. Okay. Very cool. Good choice. Uh, Adam? I did think about this one for a while, but probably pick the Sparrow from the Destiny series. Oh, nice. Like, it was such a such a fun little thing to just burst around on and zip around on and i don't know like memorable sort of vehicles that's surprisingly one of them okay that's a good one, the one you could just summon right to your side and go i yeah. like it just burst off do some like cool barrel rolls do some other shit with there it like glitch through walls in some places like right <laughs> I like it. Use it for speed running shit. Like it's yeah. awesome. Uh, Josh, what about you? Really good answer. I forgot that that vehicle existed, but uh, I went with the uh, the hover cars from F Zero. Um, oh, nice. Okay. Just because they are meant to be insanely fast, and you know, uh, I don't know. I just like the idea of the race cars and. You know, kind of the whole Captain Falcon universe there. But um, I feel as if I attempted to drive one, I would just die. But, uh, <laughs> but it, you know, if I survived the whole uh, the whole situation, I'd be like, damn, that was really cool. Uh, <laughs> Very nice. I would definitely die. <laughs> I think you would, too. I mean, from uh, Whiplash alone. Yeah, uh, like my right. Back, my, like, F1 drivers have to, like, do neck exercises to handle like the g-force and the turns so i feel like right. i would hit the gas and then my neck would just break i would just die like right, right. then and there but um <laughs> uh, if i didn't die it would be awesome it would be awesome very nice uh i just picked the warthog from halo dude like have multiplayer halo warthogs where it's at we had so much fucking fun playing that game so like when i think about favorite video game vehicles that i had fun playing that was definitely the one i picked first um i don't know just getting somebody on the gunner seat and then just getting shot by a rocket as you're trying to drive damn good however they ended two halo games on trying to drive the warthog out of an exploding base i thought that was a poor choice but otherwise i really like the warthog 
clearly the banshee is far superior than the word hog that is I was, false <laughs> I, I was kind of wondering like uh is the banshee like the one that flies around yeah yep. but yep. Yep. that's a one seater like, oh yeah. yeah yeah if i was no driving fun. a warthog you know nobody's gonna be in that thing either i'm gonna roll what that bitch, really but, you don't want a gunner uh, on the back I, I I'm just saying I would roll the the warthog because that's what they have. Oh yeah, gotcha. Okay. So no one wants to be on that truck, uh, right? So it's a lot safer to have the the hovercraft. There you go. I'm shocked <laughs> oh, you didn't fuck. pick an X-wing. In all honesty. Uh, yeah, I know. I thought about it, but I don't know. Like X-wing. I mean, I guess it is a video game vehicle, but it's not. I don't think of X-wings as video games first thing, but. That could have been a good choice. That's probably a better choice. But I'm not You're stuck with the word. I'm staying warthog. Staying warthog. Uh, all right. Thank you very much for both questions, Caleb. We appreciate it. Up next, Tyler writes in. Hi, Tyler. What up, Tyler? What up, Tyler? What up, Ty? Tall he says, man. <laughs> he says, hello again, short people. Please note, my last opening line for a listener question wasn't targeted as Josh. I'm not a monster. My short people comment was also aimed at Justin. I'm inclusive. Fair enough. Justin is also very short. Uh, My question involves a more current era of gaming, specifically with online capabilities. Is there a video game that you loved so much and had it taken away from you with no honest, legitimate way to play it again? My answer is Marvel Heroes. It was a Diablo-style ARPG, available for free on the PC for many years uh, and less than one year on console. Think Diablo 3's graphics and gameplay with around 80 popular licensed Marvel characters. Ultimately, bad management brought the game to a halt, losing the license and shutting down all servers, but I was intending on sinking as many hours into that game as I had since Vanilla WoW. Now it's gone and haunts my Steam library, tearing open an old wound each time I see it. Signed, Tyler, not the actual baddest beard in the West, as Adam has proof he once held the title and it cannot change hands. I feel it can change hands. I don't know. I think it can I... change hands once I get rid of the beard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. I mean, yeah, are you I... sitting at the baddest beard right now, though? Because No, I hardly have a beard right now. Yeah, that's insane. Don't... So has but, it changed? But at one point... I definitely had the baddest beard in the West. So, so you're fine. saying until you are clean shaven, it is yours. But uh, I've been clean shaven since then, so I don't know. Yeah, no, as I soon, don't think he's still the owner. As soon as he shaved, then it was the, it, the, the you know, it was passed. I agree. It needs to pass. It can't be a, someone holds it the whole time. It's a moving trophy. It's a movie. It's like as someone that held the title, I can pass along the title. It's fine. (laughs) So Tyler has the title. So we're saying he's got a pretty monstrous beard right now. There was a point at which both Adam and him were clean shaven, and then I held the title, but I had to relinquish it uh, once they grew beards back. Which was like what four days? No. Now my, my my beard is at least uh at least you know at least five days. There you go. <laughs> um. So Josh, let's start with you on this one. Do you got any game that has been ripped from your soul like this? Honestly, no, not really. Um, I would have said maybe Vanilla WoW because I played a lot of that, or specifically I played 
an absolute crap ton of um, Burning Crusade. And then when Vanilla WoW came back, I was like, yeah, no, not for me. This uh, is not actually as good as I remember it. Um, So probably did better actually just being a memory um but yeah but honestly yeah most i mean so i for instance like everquest or everquest 2 um there's just like fan servers so there's a distinct possibility that there is just a fan server out on some reddit for this uh marvel heroes game and he could be playing it right now um yeah i doubt it you know, because uh, it has to have like pretty huge fan bases, which uh, I, I don't know if it did or not. But um, but if there's, you know, uh, legacy servers for WoW and for EverQuest and all of these other MMOs, there could be one for Marvel Heroes. I would say yeah. the only thing that kind of lives up to that is that uh, Fallout 3 runs like dog shit on Windows 10. <laughs> um and i just really want them i don't know like i don't need it remastered i don't need nothing i just want it to run properly on windows 10 right um but there are workarounds to that you can get it to kind of work and i got old computers so it's not ever truly lost um see i kind of switch his answer around a little bit or his question around because i don't have anything like like he's describing but like mine is games that I loved from old consoles that are impossible to play on new consoles. Legend of Dragoon, Legend of Lagaya, that kind of stuff. Um, that it's just like, just port the shit. I don't want to remaster. Just find a way to port this shit so I can play it again. Uh, I think it's crazy that Persona Four is you can only play on Vita or PC right now. Um, so that's the kind of stuff that drives me nuts a little bit but i've never played i never played marvel heroes even though it sounds like that's up my alley and i kind of wish i would have it was pretty fun yeah it sounds like it's a lot of fun they had some microtransactions in it though for sure (laughs) oh did it yeah i suppose um but yeah so that's kind of my answer it's just games that get lost to where you can't play them anymore i don't know that kind of stuff is crazy uh Justin, let's go to you next. What do you got? Um, I well, I definitely remember playing this with Tyler for a little bit, but I was trying to think, and I really can't think of anything that like maybe PT. Oh, okay. As oh, a yeah. stretch, but I don't know that I had any games that didn't. That- come out for me or that like died on me when i was still playing them because you know we play a game for a week and we've moved on yeah i was gonna say you're pretty good about like getting your time into a game and just moving on afterwards so i can see how this doesn't affect you that badly um adam what about you uh pt was definitely on my list granted i still have a playstation that has it installed so i can still kind of play it yeah but if that somehow got corrupt or lost, I would be pretty devastated by that. Um, right. I did play a little bit of wild star and kind of enjoyed that game a little bit. 
as kind of like a what? pseudo WoW sort of game. I don't know if you guys ever oh, played Wildstar. I have it. Uh-uh. I played that a little bit with a guy that was back on help desk. He talked me into it and we played a little bit of it and it was kind of fun, but it's, you can't play it anymore. But at the same time, I'm not like super upset about it, I guess. That's fair. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm sorry that that happened to you, Tyler. That's horseshit. And I kind of wish I would have played that game because that sounds like my kind of game. And I never did. I don't even know if it was just never even on my radar, but I mean, maybe it's a good thing I didn't because now I don't have to miss it. So there you go. Uh, and also you have the title of Baddest Beard in the West, Tyler. Uh, Adam hasn't relinquished it. So there you go. Uh, up next, Tim writes in. Hi, Tim. What up, Tim? What up, Tim? For the second time. Uh, Tim says, I've been thinking for a while about starting my own podcast all about anime. That's a good idea, Tim. There's no good podcast out there about anime I've looked. I'd listen. Uh, you got one? No, I, I said oh, you I would, would listen. listen. I would, so too. So let us know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he says, you guys seem to have a lot of fun doing yours, so I thought it would be cool. Any advice you have for someone who wants to get started? Maybe something you wish you knew before you began? Thanks. Uh, Adam, let's kick it to you first. What do you got? Uh, make sure there's no gingers on your podcast. Whoa. <laughs> I would. <laughs> Hold up. What if Tim is a ginger, huh? You didn't think about that. Then don't do a podcast with yourself. <laughs> don't even figure, do figure that part out. That's yeah. the trick. Um, I would say one, get used to listening to yourself. Cause yes. that took me, I still have a little bit of issues with it, but get used to that part. And then find, like if you're going to be doing multiple people on it, find people that you can just have a conversation with, with, right. you know, and not get super upset about it. Like find people you normally have these conversations with, like Josh, Justin, and I. We could, for at parties, we always end up mingling and talking and shooting the shit. Like find people Appreciate like it. that. There you go. Good advice, sir. Uh, Josh, what about you? I can only speak from my experience, which is uh, wait until another anime podcast invites you as a guest, and then just barricade <laughs> the door and never leave. Um, and then uh, they'll just you know have to take the podcast from your cold dead hands uh, <laughs> um, also in addition to that uh, I would say like go in with an idea of what you want it to sound like but you know be prepared to adapt um, because you know this is kind of more of a conversational type, type podcast um, but you know, there's tons and tons and tons of different styles of podcasts out there. So have an idea of what you're looking for, like what you want, what you would want to listen to. And then, but be prepared to adapt if, if you know, that doesn't fit your group or, um, you know, that you're, you're maybe not liking the end product, then be prepared that you can just adapt and change it to your podcast, do whatever you want with it. That is very good advice. Adapting man. Like, our podcast is vastly different from when we first started, I think. I mean, we had segments that we don't do anymore, segments that didn't work. We have new people on that weren't on before. Um, yeah, adaptability is a big one. Uh, Justin, what about you? Downside to four monitors is sometimes the mouse gets lost. 
<laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, no, I think the adapting is good advice. Um, I think it's also important to have somebody as dedicated as Ryan is because without him, this obviously would fail. Yeah. yeah. I mean, find someone to do the outline, do the editing, get us all <laughs> together like children. Uh, yeah. Find someone that just does everything. It's great. It's easy. Yeah. As long as you have a good leader, you'll be, <laughs> you'll be Gucci. So you're right. Probably like have some kids after that. recess kind of type thing. A little I bit. want my milk. Yeah. <laughs> after this podcast, can we have naps and a snack? Yeah, absolutely. You could. Hell then we're yeah. going to play. Then we're going to play heads up, seven up. Oh man, this sounds great. Fuck yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, Tim. I mean, I have a fuckload of advice, really. I mean, I think everything I've learned through starting this, I could write a pretty short book about it, honestly. But um, do not skimp on audio quality. That's been a big one. Uh, be prepared to spend some money. That's another one. Uh, microphones are expensive. Uh, microphone stands. Uh, you got to pay a podcast hosting site every month to host your podcast. Uh, you got to pay, like if you're going to use Zencash like we do, that costs money. So, um, and then just be prepared not only for the financial side of it, but time is valuable too. And uh, kind of like a part-time job a little bit. So by the time writing the outline, like Justin was saying, getting everybody together, doing the editing, uh, setting up social media, setting up a Patreon now. Like it, it's time consuming. So just make sure it's something you really, really want to do. And if you do do it, like Adam was saying, let us know because I want to listen to it. So I've searched for like an anime themed podcast. Yeah, I said do <laughs> do. Um, I've searched for like an anime podcast, but um. Never found anything. So the only one I can I can uh, that I do listen to is called the Trash Taste Podcast. Okay, um, it's got a bunch of uh, anime YouTubers uh, who who have made a podcast. That one's pretty good. But yeah, oh, okay, yeah, that's like the only one I can think of that was any good. So if you uh, if you make one, uh, I'll be I'll I'll be happy to listen to it for sure. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Um. Okay, last one. Holy cow, we did a lot of listener questions, which I like. This has been fun. So, last listener question. Uh, Adam, probably not our Adam, right? Said hi, Adam. What, what up, Adam? Adam? Hi, Adam. What is your favorite sitcom of all time? Not named Seinfeld. Everyone picks Seinfeld, and it isn't fun anymore. So, pick differently. Uh, everybody does say Seinfeld. That's fair. It wasn't going to be my pick, but. Uh, Josh, let's start with you. Uh, Roseanne. Oh, fuck uh, you! You're such uh, a liar. That's a uh, that's a good answer. I, actually, I used to watch the shit out of Roseanne back in the day. Um, I haven't seen it in, in years. Uh, I used to really used, like Roseanne as well. Yeah, it's a, it's legitimately not a bad show. It's um, good, but your favorite? It gets downright twisted and dark towards the last couple seasons. Dude, when you Dan find out like dies. all like how he'd been dead and like all that shit, and it, she was writing it all. Like that shit was crazy. <laughs> I also don't watch a ton of sitcoms. In all oh, okay. honesty, um, I would say out of out of I would say like 
reality is like the only genre I watch less than sitcoms. Um, Cause fuck reality TV. Yeah, kinda, kinda. <laughs> More power to whoever wants to watch them. Not my thing. Not my thing. Yeah, right. Fake drama is just <laughs> nah. But uh, so if, you know, if I'm talking about what sitcoms have I watched? It's like Roseanne, Fresh Prince, really high up there. Um, watched a shit ton of Full House and Friends back in the day. Um, but I, I, I think that I would actually legitimately go back and watch Roseanne at some point in my life. Um, okay. So I'm sure one of you is going to say something and it's going to be like, oh, yeah, I forgot that even oh, existed. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but I'm sticking to my answer. There you go. Uh, Adam, what about you? Letter Kenny. I've never watched. I never have. That is probably by far my favorite sitcom because it is just so goddamn good. <laughs> <laughs> of all the ones that like Josh just listed, they're all great. This is just oh, something special about that Canadian humor of just bashing them, but then still saying like sorry at the very end. <laughs> I'm gonna I still have to check it out. What but is that... Justin the only one here that has seen Letterkenny? Then Letterkenny is fucking hilarious. Nice. I'm gonna have to check it out. Then I'm gonna have to look it out. Isn't it on Hulu? I think. Uh, I think so. I think that's right. Uh, yeah, I think that's right. Dude, do yourself yeah, a favor it. and just freaking watch it. It's so good. That. Okay. Actually reminds me of a show that maybe we take my top pick, which is a uh, trailer park jo- trailer park boys. Oh uh, God, I didn't even I think about trailer that. Park boys. Oh, the, I until you, that. Until you said Letterkenny, I didn't even think of trailer park boys. But uh, I I would say that's considered a sitcom. Air quotes. Oh yeah, hundred uh, yeah. percent. And I I I've watched the shit out of all of this. Or would that be a little more so. like mockumentary sort of? Because it's yeah, because it's Reno nine one one team sort of yeah. following them, and it's like okay. a mockument- It's like mockumentary, I would say, more than anything. Okay, so if that if that's the case, then it it, it doesn't qualify. And uh, go back to Rosie. Fair enough, Justin. What about you? Uh, Trailer Park Boys is listed as a sitcom. Hey. Really? Hmm. So there you go. Um, mine is Parks and Rec. Solid choice. Yeah, that's a good that one. Is a good one. Ron Swanson's my spirit animal. Yeah, I love him. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, Ron Swanson is who I I model my life off of. All of my woodworking and apathy. <laughs> you just hope to grow up to be him someday. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Also, I, I, I looked it up, and a sitcom is defined as a situational comedy sitcom. So, uh, trailer park boys would absolutely, <laughs> uh, absolutely fit that. I never knew that's what that meant. Nor did I, nor did I, it's, it's obvious now that, now that I've read it, but, uh, right. Uh, some, uh, some popular choices here. I would not have thought of, um, like the, like the, the Simpsons. Not that I'm a huge Simpsons fan, but really, like I, I don't know if I'd consider that a sitcom. But I mean, I guess anime and animation different. But anyway, okay. Sorry about that. Um, my dog found another human walking outside, and that's the Simpsons loud. is also a sitcom. According, oh to for the sure, 
Um, so I think my I have two. I have a two way tie. One is the first three seasons of Arrested Development. I would put up against any other sitcom. And that would be after season three. It gets pretty bad, but the first three seasons are really good. Um, and then my other choice is uh, Community, all the way up until. Donald Glover leaves, and then once Donald Glover leaves, just don't even stop watching. Don't even watch anymore. But up until he leaves the show, it's really fucking good. And then, uh, oh, you know what? I just remembered it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Oh shit, Ooh, that's a good one oh, as well. That is a good one. Damn, I might have to change my answer. <laughs> I was also all, we're all like, oh shit, yep, nope, that's <laughs> the one. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going. It's always sunny. It's so good. It's so good. I uh, I'm on also like kind of surprised that no one said The Office because I know that's a hugely popular oh, yeah. Yeah. one. I, 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 I was British never a Office. huge fan, but that might be a hot take. But I liked The British Office more. I think if Leif were on this episode, he would have picked The Office. I think he loves The Office. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm going. It's always sunny, man. I have to. Fucking cat in the wall. God, that's a good show. All right. <laughs> I want to go watch it. Go get some kitten mittens. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, shit. All right. Uh, that wraps up listener questions. Thank you, everybody, for writing in. Glad we could get caught up. Sorry about missing last week again. All right. We're going to do a very fast pick of the week, and then we will wrap it up. Adam, why don't you kick us off? What's your pick of the week? Shogi. Shogi. Like the game Shogi? Like the game Shogi. I've never played. I heard it's really difficult to learn. It's it's not as difficult as you might think. It's kind of okay. like chess. It's, it's Japanese chess. Uh, but yeah, I randomly, out of a whim, kind of started wanting to learn how to play it. And then found a little website, like tutorial thing. I sent it to Josh and Kat and I did it. And then we got a board off Amazon and we played a few games like every night. And... It's actually a lot of fun. It's for really good time. <laughs> nice. It's it, it. It always just seemed too intimidating. Uh, it, it. It. I mean, it's again very similar to chess. You've got okay. you've got pawns. You have a rook. You have a bishop. You have a king. You have a knight. But then there's like three other pieces. There's a gold general, silver general, and a lance. All of them kind of have very similar chess movements. Uh, there is a couple of caveats like once you get into the last three rows of your opponents you can promote your piece which like upgrades their movements you turn it over and it's like a red symbol Uh, the other thing that makes it i think more complex down the road is as you capture pieces from your opponent you can spend one of your turns to put it down in the battlefield like on Uh. your team which interesting. that like as chess goes on as pieces go away it gets less complex and with shogi it gets more complex because like hmm. a, you can start laying down pieces that you took from the opponent on your side so huh. but uh, the right. hard, it's it's super cool it's it's a lot of fun and it's it's way easier than you might think i thought personally okay the hardest part i think is just knowing how the pieces move because if you think of like chess, you know, there's nothing that says that, you know, the the rook moves in a particular way or the bishop moves in a particular way. You just kind of have to learn that and understand right. how the pieces move. Um, and 
that's that's the same way here that you yeah. know, just be prepared to figure out how the pieces are supposed to move and uh knowing how your pieces work is one thing and then knowing how the other person's pieces work is the other thing because you kind of okay. have to like flip them over in your head because instead of like chess where they each have a particular shape they're all the same shape they just have different symbols on them okay so that's i think been the hardest part for learning it for me it's just like the being able to tell the pieces apart um but yeah yeah and i did a weird like visual representation with the symbol and like what the piece did for me like it's super hard to explain but like it worked for me and i picked it up in like the first day just because i had like this weird cork in my head like oh this symbol kind of looks like this and that reminds me of a bishop or something you know and that's how it worked for me so cool but i don't know it's it's been a lot of fun kat and i have been enjoying it i think i've won most of them but she's definitely getting better to the point where she's got me on the ropes a few times and oh, then cool. it just like there's been a couple of points from like looking at the board and i'm like i can't do anything unless i sacrifice a piece like what the fuck am i supposed to do oh i have one more i have a pawn that i can put down in the battlefield that just like fucked her move and like she's like god damn it i hope <laughs> you didn't saw that and i was like i barely did <laughs> nice so, awesome it's it's a lot of fun all right i might have to look into it a little more now uh josh what's yours uh, mine's an anime on Netflix called Words Bubble Up Like Soda Pop. Huh. Um, it's kind of like a slice of life. It's about two teenagers, uh, one who's a Instagram influencer, although they call it something else in the, in the, the movie, and then the other one who uh, writes haikus. Um and they they're essentially looking for a record there's there's more to it than that but uh it's very sweet and like it's a very like uh very like pretty looking anime like the art style is really awesome um it's just kind of like heartwarming kind of um and uh i really enjoyed it very cool uh, Justin? Um, mine is Brandy TV. It's a YouTube channel, and a friend introduced me to this when I was at her house this weekend. And it's so the ones that we watched are basically you're looking for ones with after special treats in the title. And basically, what this woman does is takes a fuck ton of edibles. And then tries to do makeup on herself to look like like one is Pennywise, the nun, a vampire. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And they are fucking hilarious. Like, this girl just cracks herself up, and they usually turn out pretty good. But, yeah, she's just baked out of her fucking mind trying to do makeup <laughs> on herself. It's it's so funny. That's hilarious. Uh, put that link in. Or what's it called again? Brandy TV. Brandy TV. Okay. I'm going to look it up. That's pretty good. Um, okay. So my pick of the week, I'm going to cheat a little bit. Real quick. Uh, I did put the three of them in the chat. Okay. So sweet. you guys can check those three. Awesome. That's what I was talking about. Um, I'm going to cheat a little bit because I know our last episode, I said my pick of the year was Ted Lasso, which it still is. Uh, 
I'm going to pick Ted Lasso again, but only because they just did their Christmas special episode. And oh my God, it almost peed my pants. I was laughing so hard. Have any of you guys checked out Ted Lasso yet? Nope. Nope. You get, please, please, I'm begging you. You need to have this in your life. It is so worth it. I promise you. You said that about a certain book series. Uh, I know, and you haven't fucking read it yet. (laughs) (laughs) But this is a show. This is way easier. So uh, please check it out. The Ted Lasso Christmas special. The whole series is just outstanding. Um, One of my favorite shows ever. Actually, favorite sitcom. I don't know if that's... Yeah, it's a sitcom. Ted Lasso's on there for favorite sitcom. Um, Yeah, that wraps up Pick of the Week. And I think that wraps up the episode. Uh, everybody, please make sure to follow us on Twitter at NerdentityPod. Check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash NerdentityCrisis. Email us your questions, NerdentityCrisis at gmail.com. Only one thing left to do. Just send us home. I'm sorry that good-looking people like us made you throw up and feel bad about yourself. <laughs>